Welcome to The Wayne Nicholson Show, where our guests share their fascinating stories. If you have any questions or would like to DM us, we would love to hear from you. We also have a YouTube channel and a Facebook page. This episode is brought to you by Egypt Fun Tours. Now, I always said if Indiana Jones was to take a tour throughout Egypt, then Egypt Fun Tours would be the company he would book through. I can vouch personally having booked this company when traveling to Egypt in 2019. If you are looking for a professionally guided service which is knowledgeable, fun and sometimes off the beaten track, then you can't beat Egypt Fun Tours. You see, my wife and I went with the private tour, which was personalized to our own interests and needs, which you can do with Egypt Fun Tours. We traveled from the south, visiting beautiful Abu Simbel, right up to the magical Alexandria. We got to spend alone time, would you believe, in the King's Chamber of the Great Pyramid, as well as camping with the Bedouins in the White Desert. We learned how to read hieroglyphs, and we visited the beautiful temples of Abydos and Dendera, which sometimes is not included on tours. So for more information on Egypt Fun Tours, check out their Facebook page, Egypt Fun Tours, or their website, egyptfuntours.com. This episode is also brought to you by Delhi's Continental. From just one pop-up and one sandwich, their reputation spread quickly, selling out whatever they prepared in 20 minutes. Boasting their Continental Rolls are the best in Australia with every ingredient fresh and made in-house. Now, within months, these two owners, Stead McCluder and Aldo Putsu, had already graced the pages of magazines, websites and newspapers. Rumours are now stirring that this could be big. If you are interested in what all the fuss is about, and you are lucky enough to live in Perth, Western Australia, why not head down to Delhi's Continental, number 2 861 Beaufort Street, Inglewood, with their grand opening set to be this summer, 2021. For more information, you can check out their Instagram and Facebook page, Delhi's Continental. Our guest today is Natasha Gallia, a 55 times multi-award winning lash artist who has represented Australia in the Lash World Cup held in Amsterdam in 2020. She's driven by perfection and she's going to speak to us today on what it takes to be a leader in this growing industry. Welcome Natasha Gallia. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, good. So um, I know you're nervous, don't be nervous. It's just a conversation between two people. And at the end of this, we'll be two friends, okay? okay? So, um, look, the reason why I got you on, and I've told you this, is that when I talk to people about, they always ask me who's coming on next. When I said, oh, look, I've got a girl that represented Australia in a lash competition, an eyelash competition. Yep. They were like, for one, is there such a thing? Two, how big is it? Three, how do you get into something like that? So... I said, okay, well, that's the answers I'm going to get in the podcast. So okay. for me, I'm just curious about how does one get into eyelashes and were you doing something before that? So I did my beauty diploma in 2008. Um, I studied in Perth like for a year and then I started working in a salon after that and then eyelash extensions. I don't really know when it like started to get huge, but there was two girls in the salon that... That's right. Two girls in the salon that were doing it. Um, so the manager actually trained me up in it. Um, I really like arty stuff like tanning nails, eyebrows. So I wanted to do lashes and I wanted to be good at it. So I just advertised everywhere online um, to get you models had, in. Oh, okay. To practice in the salon? Yeah. Like, so I, I just put ads on Gumtree, Facebook, my personal page and everything. 
um, got a lot of models in and then I just kept practicing. And then I just started working from home alongside the salon and I started doing lashes in the salon as well. Was it up to you to get people yourself or whoever just came in, they um, could so give yeah, it, it to the practice? Yeah, it was the client practice? that booked in oh, okay. for the lashes, yeah. Okay. And did you go to YouTube at all to learn eyelashes or were you learning off somebody in the salon? No. So the manager originally taught me um, and then I started practicing and then the salon owner got um, an actual trainer to come in just to go over everything so I could get certified. Right. And then since then, I think maybe I've done six, seven, eight courses. Okay. Okay. So how much is the course? Oh, around $2,000. No way. Yeah. <laughs> and what's involved? It depends. You can do mentoring for about 100, 120, 150 an hour, or you can do full courses. So I've done my classic course, my volume course, done a styling course, a few mentoring sessions. Yeah, what's the hardest thing to learn? When you first start with um, lashes? Oh, I guess one of the hardest thing is just the timing. Like you've got to complete a set in a certain amount of time, especially at lash competitions, like you're on the clock. We'll get to the lash competitions. Yeah, so That's it's just I... like trying to isolate the lash, get the glue on and get the lash onto the natural lash um, and just try and not to make them stick together. And So you've got an – okay, before that, in the salon itself, you weren't thinking about competition then, right? No. I just wanted to be good at lashes. You just wanted to be good at lashes. And did you know that you wanted to do it at home uh, with your own business or you just Not were at that stage? At that stage. Yeah. When it comes to eyelashes, this is, I'm just asking what every probably listener, except people that know about eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> so is it in, because you see the cheap ones, the, the full ones. The that strip gets, ones. The, are yeah. they called strip ones? Yeah, like strip lashes. <clears throat> so you just put the glue on and then. You see them everywhere in Asia. Yeah. <laughs> I've travelled like I've travelled a lot, and I just see them, and they just look really bad. I don't know why. Probably yes, not I'm done right. Yeah. Yeah. The ones you're talking about is it individual lashes that are put in between lashes? So classic lashes. So say I'm just holding up my hand. Yeah. So say if these are lashes, you just put one lash onto a natural lash. Right. So you'd put five on there. So it's one lash to one natural lash. Right. You've also got volume lashes. So there's a strip of lashes and you bring a few forward. So you can do up to like 20 on one lash. Really? Average is like four, five, six D. So you pick say six lashes forward, fan it out and then put that one fan onto the lash. Oh, so you've oh got my six God. per eyelash. Wow. So do you have to, <laughs> this is such beginner questions, <laughs> such a newbie, but I know people are going to ask. So when you do something like that, do you have like a glass that you have got to look through or is it just by eye? Yeah, just me looking. You really? just have a light over and then. Now, what is it about eyelashes, why people find them so attractive? Like I've got my theory, but why do you think, especially with like women that look on women and guys that look to women, mm-hmm. and even I do know that my friend um, he's this big uh, Egyptian Syrian guy, and I've been into business with him. But he's got long eyelashes, and he's always been commented on his lashes by other women. So he, I've always thought of that, and I thought, what what is it that makes eyelashes attractive to people? What do you think? I guess your eyes just look bare without lashes or mascara, and it just makes it so easy when you've got lashes. Like today, I just woke up, and gave him a brush, and I'm ready. Now, if my wife wanted to get <laughs> eyelashes from you, yeah. how long do they last? So classic refills, well, any refills, like two to three weeks. Some people go for, it really depends on the natural shedding of your eyelashes. So you lose up to three a day. 
which you don't really see. Yeah. So when you're putting mascara on, obviously you put the mascara on, wash it off, and then it's fresh again. Whereas when you've got lashes, you can kind of see them shedding. Right. So the extension falls out with your natural lash. So a lot of people think the extensions pull out your eyelashes because you can see the lash with the extension on, but But, it's actually the other way around. But we lose three lashes a day. Really? Like three to five. Do you know what I heard? I heard this may be, you you might know this, you may not, but in 1913 there was a guy called, what is it, T.L. Williams. He discovered that if you put coal powder with petroleum jelly, he discovered the first mascara. And his sister was called Mabel and the petroleum jelly was Vaseline. So the brand became Maybelline. Oh, wow. And, um, And... a woman, an average woman, spends $4,000 on mascara over the course of their lifetime. Just an average, average woman. So I was looking at some of those stats because I was like, I've got to, I've, got to <laughs> yeah. learn, I've got to learn something. But you know what was really interesting is there was this research done on eyelashes. And this lady turned around and said, well, the reason why, you know, the average man finds eyelashes attractive, long eyelashes attractive is it goes back like a hundred years where eyes from a baby are often quite big. Mm-hmm. Their face sort of grows into their eyes. Yep. So babies often have big eyes and they look really adorable and cute. But as we get older, the faces get bigger and the yep. eyes don't really get much bigger. So back in the day, men found women with big eyes, youthful and fertile. Mm. And Apparently what eyelashes do is make eyes look a bit bigger. Yeah. So that was like a research biology they did on eyelashes of why. Because then they went back to, you know, the old Disney pictures like Mm -hmm. um, Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. Yeah. The same, they're the same except the clothes, but Minnie Mouse had eyelashes. Yeah. (laughs) Donald Duck and Daisy Duck, Daisy Duck had eyelashes. Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. You know, and these... uh, and suddenly they realise that even in like animation and Disney, to make something a lot more prettier and feminine, they would always use eyelashes on that. So I was thinking that's quite interesting and mm. because you think how many people spend so much money on eyelashes yeah. and especially women and you think, okay, well, why? But now I sort of go, okay, you do notice it though. Like yeah. I do notice it. I do notice that my wife's never had eyelashes. She got her eyebrows tattooed. Oh, yeah. And she said it was the best thing she ever did. Oh, also what she did is she had, what is it, eyeliner. She had permanent eyeliner tattooed. So, sorry, she doesn't have eyebrows. She has eyeliner. eyeliner. (laughs) Yeah. And she just said, oh, it saves me so much time in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I'd like her to get eyelashes done because, I don't know, she doesn't know much about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if somebody comes to you, what's the average cost and what is the variables of what you can get? with eyelashes so really the main things are classic eyelash extensions which sure. average around 150 a set refills around 70 um volume eyelashes the fanning ones they're about 200 250 and then you can also get a lash lift lash lift and tint maybe like 99 average okay so a lash lift and tint is your own lashes yeah so you just put the shield or the rod on the eyelid and then you glue them up and then you put the solution on it's like a eyelash perm right right and then so they stay like that again until your eyelashes shed and then your natural ones will grow back okay like how they look when you first come in and women revisit you how many times 
say, uh, say like every three weeks, like every three really? weeks. Really? Yeah. That's a money a <laughs> Holy shit. Are you serious? Yeah. So business is doing well? <laughs> yeah. Well, you do have credibility and that's something that I thought I'm going to talk about because you've represented Australia in world competitions, right? Yeah. Who won in 2020? It was an Asian country, wasn't it? Oh, Vietnam, I think. Yeah, it was Vietnam, yeah. yeah. On your I, research. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you surprised? <laughs> no, but um, how many of you go on these competitions? So once every four or oh, two years, I think. Um, this was my first time there. I think it's every two years. They do the Lash World Cup in Amsterdam. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's organised there and everyone can go. So you have to compete in your country teams. So there's, I think, at least four. So there was four in our country. Um, there was 350 people, I think, competing. Wow. And how, yep. do, how does the four get picked in Australia? Um, so this year with Australia, um, there was two brands, so Elevana and Lashjoy. They were looking to sponsor a team to go. So Joy actually competed and Elevana's trainer, Jess, competed. And so they were looking for two other people. Right. So if they put out a competition on Instagram and you had to upload your work, like your lash lift, your classic and your volume, Use the hashtag so they could find you and then I think a month or so later they announced like me and Kimberly. How was that when they announced you? Um, it was pretty crazy. So we got to go business class flights with them. I know. Tony told me. We, your husband told me. <laughs> we I got, was like, what? Um, I think three, three or five nights in the hotel and all the entry fees and everything was covered. That's crazy. That's so good. It was, yeah. How long had you been doing eyelashes since then? So I did... I started doing eyelashes at the end of 2012. And your first yeah. World Cup. It's, is it yeah. called like an eyelash World Cup? It's it? the Lash World Cup. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's so, so that's good. the biggest competition that I've done. And that's in Amsterdam. Yeah. And your first World Cup was when? Um, so we actually went last year. Last, oh, okay. Last February. So just before the border shut. Wow. So that's 20, oh, 2020. 2020, yeah. 2020. So and I think there's one next year, but I don't think we'll be able to go. Yeah, I know. It's especially now with this new bloody strain. Have you heard this new strain that's come out? Yeah, I heard about it the other day. So, are you hoping that? Because I love traveling as well, so I'm hoping that the planes open up. So, so what happens if? Um, do they have national competitions in Australia? Um, Australia. So one of the sponsors, Lash Troy, she holds a competition in Brisbane. So I actually competed a few years ago, and I think 2018 I competed. In 2019, I was a judge. And then I went with her to Amsterdam to compete. <laughs> right. Say the one in Amsterdam. Yeah. So everybody rocks up, everyone's in hotels, and there's like four people per team or up to four people up to how many? I'm not too sure. I think I think it was four. I don't know if you can have up to six. So there was a classic category, a volume, a mega volume, and a lash lift. Okay. D describe so, those. What's the classic? So classic's the one-to-one. -one. Sure. Um, the volume's the fan. Mega volume's like heaps more lashes on like yeah. up to i don't know say the 20 day on uh 10 day on that um and then the lash lift but the two categories overlap so we just do classic volume and lash lift oh okay so they're kind of in at the same time because the mega volume takes longer so they started and then we started we were already out and finished before they finished is it all on stage yeah usually it's just a massive room all the beds are set up you're just next to each other um you get put on a timer so no talking sometimes you can have your own music in your ear <laughs> and you just have to focus and they keep telling you like an hour to go 30 minutes to go 15 minutes to go and you have to be out at the end so then all the models go to a different room and the judges just go through your work right 
So how many, like there's four of you, so there's four beds, four models? Yeah. And how long do you get per model? Um, classic is either two hours or two and a half. Volume right. can be two and a half to three. Um, last year we got two hours for the last World right. Cup. And what do you prefer? What is your sort of forte in that area? I do a lot of volume lashes. I probably only do it like a lash lift and tint once a week. Um, I do like classic lashes because it's easier to <laughs> So what are the tools? This is for all the guys that are listening. <laughs> I'm sure the girls that have gone to eyelashes know. Yeah. But what tweezers, obviously, glue. Yeah, so the process really, you put a lash pad on the bottom lashes, so you cover the bottom lashes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll just bring this out. So you cover the bottom lashes before you start. So when they close their eyes and you're gluing it, it doesn't like glue through and close your eyes together, um, like glue them shut. That, so would, that iPads, would be a bad thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> you can cleanse them. So you need like a little brush to cleanse them, um, mascara one to brush them, glue, tweezers. So you've got your palette of lashes next to you sure. and then a stone for the glue. Sure. Um, and yeah, do you and bring, you provide your own tools? Yeah, so you have to take everything with you. Okay. So usually when I go to competitions, I pack like three times the amount just in case... I don't know, glue doesn't work or like sometimes with the temperature and humidity, like some certain glues don't work. Sure. So I probably take four. So I just take, yeah, and if it's not working at the time, like I just switch it. Right. You just, you don't really have time to think. You just have to switch it and just go with whatever works. And is it just one round? So everybody does that one round. They go to the judge room. Yeah. And then they judge on, on depending on who. Okay. Now, how do you guys judge on who's doing what? Um, so we all did every category. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'll get you. Yeah. So then what happens is um, all your points get added. Yep. So they all get added for Australia. I think we came sixth overall. Still out of 300 people, roughly, you said. I think there was 14 teams. Right. I okay. I should have double checked this morning. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there was. And like that was your first, that was your first big comp? Yeah. Well. Well, world. yeah. The, the group one. Yeah. So how was Amsterdam? Was that was your good. first time? Um, second. Oh, so you've travelled there before? Yeah, I've travelled a lot. <laughs> Have you? Yeah. Okay. Where, like, what's some of your favourite countries? Oh, I don't know. Everyone asks me this. Um, what about continents? Like if it was Europe, what do you think? I mean, depending on the places you've been. Well, I'm from the UK, so I've lived there and I've been to Europe a lot and I've also lived in, in Spain. Spain. Yeah. One year or two years? Um, two. Two years, yeah. Um, and then me and Tony travelled and we did a lot of Europe. I, Greece was really nice. We went to Santorini. Yeah. Um, I've also done America quite a few times. Um, Vegas, the first, first few times I went, didn't really have fun experiences. I don't know. Like even when we went, we got sick and it wasn't enjoyable. But the last time we went was really good. And then I actually went to Vegas to teach an eyelash class. Oh, did you? Um, yeah. So I did a pre-comp workshop. So because I've won 54 awards now eyelashes really um i was basically just going through what the judges look for um and just how to basically gain maximum points and then there was a conference there and then i actually got invited back last year yeah it was meant it was supposed to be last year to judge 54 competition since your first competition which yeah, was, was 2017 that's pretty damn good so you must yeah. be pretty good yeah does that <laughs> does that raise the price of your service because you can demand that. Yeah, I mean, I haven't actually put my prices up for maybe three years. What's wrong with you? <laughs> is it a confidence thing? Uh, or is it because, you know, Perth, Perth where we are, people look at Perth, but what they don't realise is Perth has a lot of money. There's a lot of people here with a lot of money. 
I remember when I first got into photography years ago, I did it as a hobby. And then people started to pay for it. And it was pretty good. I did some magazine covers and I did September Fashion Week, which was which was cool. And then I just thought, oh, how is this going to go? Like, how, what am I going to charge? And one guy from America, I did a seminar with him and I asked him and he said, do you know, Wayne, he goes, charge double. And I said, (laughs) that was my face. I was like, (laughs) really? And he goes, when you charge double, people respect that your skill level is that and they will pay it. You'll get more customers. If you charge triple the amount, you will have more customers than charging a small amount. But you live up to that work. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking someone like you who has competed nationally, internationally, you've won 54 competitions, you can charge, you can demand. And you've got to remember there's a lot of wealthy people here that would pay that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's um, how good is your branding and, you know, do you have a website? I'm sure I'll put that on the show notes so people can look you up and your social media and things. Have you found social media really helped you? Um, yeah, so um, I try and, I don't know, it's hard with making content and then working full-time. Like I try sometimes to put time aside to get that sure. um, and just even getting photos. Like I always forget to take client photos because it's just like boom, 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 like client after client and they just come in and out. And How many clients would you get per day roughly on average? Uh, average maybe six a day. Six a day. Sometimes it can be more, sometimes it can be less. Yeah. <laughs> so so I so Tony's gonna give up his full time job soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know you know. La- you laugh about that because a friend of mine does eyebrows. Her husband works in a hospital. He, she's got her own salon now, mm-hmm. and he turned around and he said, like, if she does any better, I would be able to just work for her full time. Like, literally yeah. do all the admin and things like mm-hmm. that. And it's surprising that because if you're getting six roughly a day, paying roughly how much? One fifty. Oh no, it's it's just all refills. Oh okay. So anywhere between forty and eighty. Okay, so you're getting roughly six a day. Do you think you would end up employing someone? Mm, I'm if not you sure. get bigger. I'm a bit of a perfectionist and a control freak, so yeah, <laughs> I'm not I, sure. I understand that. What about a training academy? I don't know. It's not really. I I don't know. It's not really you? I mean, I've travelled and trained people. I just get nervous like today. (laughs) So I'm not sure. Again, I need more confidence. What, in training? Just, yeah, just to be able to talk to people and I don't know. But do you find it different when you're talking about something that you know? Yes and no. It's literally just the confidence thing. Is it? Has it? It's funny saying that because you do dance. You perform in front of a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but I get nervous every time and I just mess up. But and... but isn't nerves good though, Natasha? I guess. It means you care about me. But also I think there's a problem they always say that if you're competing at high levels and you don't get nervous, that can be a problem. And I think because I've worked with a lot of actors and that go on film sets and theatre and big yeah. films, they always say they can use that nervous energy. and And it takes... I think sometimes it takes a lot of training and to know the craft in how to turn nervous energy into something quite positive when you're there. And I think it's just getting into that groove, you know, Mm -hmm. because look, like I said, I've had on a lot more nervous people than you. I had on a lady the other day. (coughs) She, 
walked past this door and she just looked in. She Thank went, <laughs> that's where it is, isn't it? That's the podcast studio. And I was like, yeah, don't worry. She goes, look, Wayne, I hate, to, I know I don't know you that well, but I need to have a cigarette. And I said, well, I don't have ashtrays and we don't smoke, but I'll make you one out of alfoil. <laughs> <laughs> so we went on the balcony and I was just talking to her. And, you know, you've got to remember, we've nearly done 30 minutes. Oh. So it goes quickly, but yeah. after talking like this, it's pretty good. So, But anyway, first of all, congratulations on getting married. Thank you. Because you're only 30? Just turned 31. 31. So how long have you been seeing Tony? Uh, since 2014. Oh, so a while. So a while, yeah. So what, how did you meet Tony? Um, on a night out, like through a friend. Oh, is it? Yeah. He's a nice guy. He is. It, do you know, the, the only reason why we spent so much money was probably because of Tony. Like, and I say that because not only was he was able to communicate really well, he had a really good sense of humour. Yeah. He could, you forgot you were doing business because it was like he would talk to you like a friend. Yeah. And he knew what he was talking about. And he, so every time we went, because we did go to other places, mm-hmm. and Jocelyn, my wife, just kept saying to me, I like Tony. And I said, yeah, I do too. <laughs> so so yeah. it was not even about the product at the end. It was about Tony. <laughs> and, like, we trusted the company that he worked for. But, yeah, he's an easy guy to look at, get along with, you know. Yes. So how many, so you were about seven, when did you get married last year? Um, this, year. this year, yeah. It was supposed to be last year. Yeah. COVID cancelled a week before. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. A week before? Yeah, so on the Monday we got told that we couldn't get married. It was due on the Saturday. Oh. Yeah. So how many guests? Um, we ended up having just 52 to the reception and maybe 80 for okay, the ceremony because nice. some of my clients came. Oh, did they? Yeah. <laughs> and <clears throat> after being with someone for a while, did it change getting married? No. Really? No, everyone's like, how's married life? <clears throat> like, exactly the same. Do you know, it was weird because, do you know, I was with my wife before we got married for 14 years. I've been with her for 31. Can oh. you believe it? <laughs> but people always, I was, look, we would have got married a lot earlier, but we were living in Sydney and all our family was in Perth. So it was just weird because every time we came back, it was like two weeks and then we had to go back. So we yep. never really had the chance but when we moved back to Perth, we decided to get married. We had a really small wedding. And, you know, we've been together for 14 years. Nothing's going to change. But do you know yeah. it did? Oh. It did in a, in a way where it solidified things. It just calmed things down. I don't know. Like, it was a weird, it's a weird, like I was speaking to my wife that night and I said, you know, when we signed the contract and it sort of became official, she goes, yeah, it's weird. Like I never thought after 14 years things would emotionally psychologically changed but mm-hmm. it sort of did and i said yeah i feel that too it sort of just settled everything and it's not that we were looking elsewhere for mm-hmm. a, oh is there something better <laughs> is there Tony's something always be- like i've got options <laughs> <laughs> did i jump too early on this one <laughs> and i was thinking if i jumped it would have been years ago yeah. but um but no it sort of did but it is nice so so it got cancelled and then finally, because I do yeah. know when I saw Tony, you're like, I'm getting married in two weeks or something like that. And then when mm-hmm. I saw him again, he was already married, you know. Mm-hmm. I said, how's it feeling? He goes, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. I think because we bought a house together in like 2015, so we weren't actually together that long. Oh, but I okay. say, when you know, you know. You do. Um, and it's just, yeah, 
just been comfortable and we've just done all that stuff anyway. So Yeah. And what was it about Tony that you went, this could be the guy? I'm going to put Tony's mm. picture up on the screen. <laughs> right. so, Tony, you're not getting out of it. But um, I'm, I'm talking to the woman behind the eyelashes now, you know, <laughs> trying to find out a bit more. So what was it about Tony? I just think like, well, he's just a genuine nice guy. Like he's honest and like oh, even if he hurts my feelings, he's honest about everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we just get on really well. And I think the thing is with relationships, when you start dating, there's so many people that are so fake. They pretend to be something they're not for a while yeah. until they get comfortable. Yeah. And it, we were both just ourselves and we just clicked and got on and like, I don't know, we both work hard and have the same values and want the same things and it just fits. I think that's really important. Hey? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, values and goals are really mm -hmm. important and support. You know, yeah. and not having to be the same person. Like a lot of, a lot of relationships, I think, like friends of mine, and even ours at one at an extent. After seven years, we became one person, and we lost our own identity. Mm. And I think that really played a toll. And I was talking about this to a friend the other day, and I think it's important to have a life together. But I think it's important Separate. to keep an identity yeah. and have your own passions, you know. Yeah, um, so that's the good thing about us. Like we do our own thing and then we do stuff together. Yeah. And he's like, you know, because if you lose the other person or break up or whatever, like you've kind of lost yourself. You lost yourself. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think after seven years, my wife and I at the time, we separated. We weren't married, but we were going out for seven years. And within that year, we dated other people. But we suddenly realised who we were. And when we did realise who we were, we realised who the other person we were with and who they were too. Mm. But when we got back together, it was so much stronger yeah. because we knew where our self-worth came from. And I think a big problem today is people have their self-worth. Their self-worth comes from people around them, also from things. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you've got a big house and a new car, that's where your self-worth is. But the problem with that is that can go. And when that's taken away, it leaves people totally empty, surprised, depressed, and because they just don't know who they are anymore. So I think it's really important to have self-worth that comes from you. I spoke about this in the last podcast. My wife said self-worth is when you lose everything. If you lost all your family, your job, you couldn't do eyelashes anymore, you were left on the street, no house, yep. whatever you have left is what you build your self-worth from. And I thought that's really interesting, you know. So I often think that. I think, okay, who am I without everything? Because mm -hmm. I think a lot of people now are just materialistic about, you know, they see it on social media and then they want it, whereas we just want to work hard, pay the mortgage. and Yeah, if like, you've got a big mortgage. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to pay it, like, honestly, if you can charge $1,000 and a job. <laughs> So anyone that's listening to this for the you know for the forty eight thousand listeners out there, this girl is is <laughs> is totally undercharging. If you want to get in before she starts charging a thousand dollars, I would say do it now. And I'm going to put the address up on the screen. <laughs> but you're a winner of fifty four competitions. Surely people that walk into your studio, they must get straight away. Okay, I'm in good hands here. <laughs> Hopefully. This, this woman's not going to fuck yeah. up my eyelashes at all. I've got know? a lot of long-term clients, like literally the whole time I've been doing eyelashes. I think that's the same with hairdressing too, yeah. right? 
when you find someone that you trust and that does mm-hmm. a good job. I've got a few that have been coming for 10 years as well, like pretty much from really? when I started beauty, yeah. That must be nice. Yeah. I did one of my clients um, for like the end of last year, her wedding makeup and, yeah. Just nice to like go through everything with her. Mm. So eyelashes is not the only thing you do. Can no. you do makeup as well? Yeah, so in my diploma, oh, I've done my diploma. I did my nail tech certificate makeup. I've done a hairdressing course, extensions. Okay. Like I can do everything, but the main thing is I do waxing, tinting, lashes, tanning. Right. Bit of makeup. <laughs> I used to do makeup all the time, but lashes kind of took over everything. Do you do a lot of weddings? I did two last year. Considering I don't really ever really do makeup on anyone, but I did one of my clients and one of my friends. What is your um, procedure for and what is your strategy in social media? Because social media and getting your name out there, I mean, that's how you yeah. got into the world comp, right? was through yeah. Instagram and hashtags. So do you have sort of a strategy or are you just playing it by ear for now? Yeah, social media, I'm not really sure because even the following goes up and down and like what people like seeing and what they don't like seeing. Um, I think more people just watch stories. Yeah, they um, do. But I try and upload my work. Um, do you know what I found really helped? It was Instagram stories, like the video little snippets I do. I do like previews, so I'll pick little yeah. snippets and I'll put them on Instagram stories and I'll hide hashtags. Like So I'll... I'll write a hashtag and then I'll colour it the same as the background. So it disappears. Interesting. So it's not like, you know. Oh, on, on the story or the post? On the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people will get a, a GIF or a GIF and then they'll put that over the hashtag. So it's mm. not thing. But there's so many strategies. And a lot of people say, like, how have you built a following in 25, like 48,000 listeners? I said it's all Instagram stories. And the fact is that. I can actually connect Spotify directly to my Instagram stories. So people looking at the story can actually click on Spotify and, yeah. and get the podcast. But the short snippets of, like for you, because I came from also the film and television, but marketing as well, clients talking about your service, um, what makes your style in eyelashes different to the person down the road? Mm. You know, what is your unique selling point? In, in that way, besides winning 54 competitions, <laughs> which is, I mean, really, that's all you need. Yeah. You know, but if someone came to you, Natasha, and, and then they went to just somebody that does eyelashes for on the weekends, what's the difference? Why would they pay that money for you? Okay. So I feel think? like because I've been in the competition world and done all these courses, I can see, like when I see someone has gone elsewhere for eyelashes, I can see what's wrong with it as in styling and all that sort of stuff. Right. So you can pick whether... I can see it straight away. And if someone's had their brows done or lashed it, like I can just see instantly and I can see what they've got and the style and the lengths and everything. Right. And is there a specific length for the shape of face? Do you look at a shape of face and then go... Or do you just have to look at the eyes and go, this is the sort of eyelashes? It's kind of like the face with the eyes and the eyebrows. Um, So mainly people have eyebrows like mine that kind of go up um, and back down. So you want the main length through that bit to kind of fill in and then it goes back down. Everyone kind of loves the cat eye style with the longer eyelashes, but all it does is just droop. Like it makes your eyes droopy. Oh. One of my clients said, oh, like these eyelashes go right down. So can you put longer ones on to stop them from looking droopy? I'm like, you're actually going to make that worse by doing that. Yeah. So I feel like I know... Like little bits. And what's some of the, besides different length eyelashes, like on the ends, what are some of the other mistakes that you can see? 
or like too long on the inner corners and it's just or inside here yeah you've got to transition you've got to start small and just transition all the way up no matter if it's like here you just got to do little little like go all the way up to the longest point and then you've got to kind of bring it back down because i think with the eyebrows like you go up Mm, and down okay that's why it takes so long that's why it takes a while especially with the fanning because you have to pull a few forward fan it dip it and then like it can take up to four hours wow you got to have a lot of patience to do it. <laughs> and it helps if the client's good, right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they just fall asleep. Sometimes they talk. Yeah, I've got a little regulars. We just chat. We just catch up and then they come back in a few Is minutes. That, now, if they fall asleep, how does that work? If their eyelashes are closed together? They're just sleeping. Yeah, but then, how do you work on that if their eyelashes are together? So they have to be closed. So you tape down these oh, ones and then okay. they shut their eyes like that the whole time. Right, okay. Yeah. See? I'm so they learning. can just sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I know my wife... My wife's going to come back today and go, okay, tell me all about it. <laughs> okay, so oh, well, now I can see where the money goes. Yeah, they just... But you must have you must have sat there and thought, I may need to charge a bit more. I saw yeah. it in your face when I said that. <laughs> oh, it's hard because sometimes you can raise your prices and then people will just go. Look, I'm telling you now, like if my wife's hairdresser raised their prices, my wife will still go. Because one, you're paying for the job and you know you're going to get a good job, right? And two, if my wife has tried other hairdressers and they've mm. totally screwed up her hair. So, you know, I don't, I mean, I hope I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast because he's just going to raise the price. But, you know, she said, look, Wayne, even if he charges yeah. probably double, I'd still pay it because I trust him mm. with my hair. So I just always feel bad. Like, I'm just bad. I just feel bad. Yeah, I know, I know. But, um, you know, maybe it's something you can think about because you, you've got the cred now to be able to do that. And it's not like you're just raising it for greed. I mean, everyone raises their prices. Yeah, you know? I haven't done it in so long. I, I was going to change a few little things for next year and just reword things because I've kind of got it. Like I just need to put it like, simple. Besides eyelashes and eyebrows, do you do eyebrows as well? Yeah. Do you do um, not just the waxing but uh, what's the threading? Threading, no. What's the what's the difference? So threading, I haven't done it, so I'm not hundred percent sure. So it's a string, yeah. Um, and it just it just cut. Oh, it doesn't cut the lashes. It does pull them out from the root, but it kind of just. <laughs> have you have you had it done? No, no. It looks painful because it's just a constant like mm. pulling. Whereas wax, you just put it there and just rip it. So I haven't <laughs> tried threading. <laughs> so now tell me about dance. Like, how long have you been dancing? Oh, God. Um, on and off since I was two or three. So it's always been part of your life. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've, I have stopped and then I've gone to – I go to a lot of musicals and shows and all that stuff. Um, when I stop and see a show, I'm like, I want to be doing that. Yeah. So. Just dancing or have you tried singing? Musical theatre? No. I have no confidence for that. Really? And I can't sing. You can ask Tony. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shut he up. You in the shower. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> So I wish I could do that. So do you think you'll always be dancing? Like, you know, once a dancer, always a dancer? I would dance for like a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, I'm the oldest one at my dance school. I think people usually quit from like 18 to 24, like max maybe. Right. So I'm, 
Yeah. I think the oldest in our class is 23 now. Oh, wow. Because one girl just left to have a baby. So you're ancient. And then there's me. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like double the age of all these people. <laughs> but you're still holding your own, right? I'm trying. It's really hard. <laughs> well, that probably keeps you fit too. A little bit, yeah. Do you do, do, you do anything for fitness? Just dance. Just, I'm oh, not surprised. So what, what now for you? Like, are you thinking about another competition or are you just interested in judging competitions? Um, so I'm actually, I did talk to someone the other day about judging. So she just said, send your photo and everything through. She hasn't put it up yet. I haven't got any competitions planned. A lot of them got postponed through COVID. So I've just got all the results probably about a month ago. So I'm waiting on maybe like eight trophies to come. Um, yeah, I haven't really looked. Um, I've just offered to, like I'll offer to judge maybe to help. I don't know. Are there celebrities you look at and go, this is what women are looking at? Like, you know, with the styles of makeup, like the smoky look was in at one stage, right? And everyone had the smoky look. Is there a person that you see that gets eyelashes done that people look at and go, yeah? Mm, no. <laughs> no? I, no, I don't really. I've, I saw an article the other week about um, Bella Hadid, like bringing back the skinny brows. Oh, really? So one of my clients who she plucked and plucked like in the 90s, she's like, oh, yay, like <laughs> I'll have trendy brows. <laughs> so that's the only thing I've really seen. I don't like the skinny brows. No. I like the, you've got nice brows. brows. The, <laughs> what? what did you say? The bushy brows? I was going to say the Brooke Shields brows. Oh. Brooke Shields had thick eyebrows. I yeah, well, thought, yeah. brow lamination is kind of trending at the moment. Um, it got big. It's kind of, it's still going. But What's that called? Brow lamination. Brown so a lash lift and tint, a lash lift can be called a lash lamination. So it's like a perm. So you basically perm up the eyebrows and make them thicker. Oh, okay. I think I've seen you do that. Yep. <laughs> one of your things. Yeah. So I've done that for about a year. I just won, I think, three trophies for that. Yeah. Like recently. See, you've got <laughs> you got to start charging more. And so do you get guys in? Um, I have got two guy clients. You got two guy clients. So one just for waxing and then one for brows. What waxing do you do? Back waxing. <laughs> do you? Yeah. He's been coming the whole time me and Tony have been together. That's good. So, yeah. That's been good. part of our journey. So he now lives in Bunbury, I think. Yeah. And every time he comes up, so he's coming on Saturday. Is that um? Is that quite painful? I can imagine. I don't know. <laughs> what do you use? Like nares? No, it's just the um the strip wax in the pot with the. Oh, um, okay. Strip. Well, that's a that's a. No. It's got a, like a lot thinner over the time. So, yeah, he's been coming for, oh, how long? Eight years? What is there treatments that, I know there's treatment guys can get where you get permanent hair removal? Um, the laser. Is it laser? Yeah. See, that must be, that could be a massive demographic too. Mm, I haven't tried that either. I don't really have a good pain threshold. But do you know, um, do guys come in, you know, like if I ever had to do that, if it was required, but I'm mm. half Asian, so I don't have a lot of, but if guys, if I had to do that, would I feel a bit weird? I'm coming and here's this like, you know, attractive girl and she's going to look at my hairy back. Do you, or does the guy, did the guy know you? No. Right. So he just wanted the service. And he just, yeah. He just came in and he's literally been coming ever since. That's great. And you've got another guy. You said you got two. Just eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, he owns a dance school near, near our place. Right. Yeah, and and cool. how's the, uh, the gay market? Do you do really well? So when we lived at their house before, I had this guy come in and he was just weird, like strange. So I kind of was like, I'm not really going to advertise for guys anymore unless I know oh, okay. who it is or if it's someone's brother or partner or whatever. Right. So I only have two. two right. Guys. 
I suppose you've got to think that too. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was strange. And is it weird? Because uh, you're like me, I suppose. You have strangers or coming to your house, mm-hmm. and you've got a new house and, and a studio. So you do. You've got to be a bit wary. You yeah. Know? I think you know. I don't know about you, but I'm thinking down the track. I'll probably. I'd like to get an actual. I like to get a building that's a studio and have parking and, you know, so I can leave and go mm. home. So, yeah, because it's hard to leave work at home when it it's is. at home. <laughs> it is, it is. Because every time I come in this room, I'm editing because each podcast, because I do it all on my own, it probably takes 20, 30 hours. Wow. Well, because I do the video and it's normally an hour and a bit and then I've got to do previews. Now, the previews have to go a different cut for different platforms. So Instagram mm-hmm. stories is 15 seconds. And I used to do like a minute video cut 15 seconds. Never worked. People would look at the first 15 and they'll just jump, 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 jump. Yep. So I'll literally do 10 second full snippets, just really quick sentences. And then I'll do a minute for the Instagram itself videos. Yep. And then I'll do for, I think it's 30 seconds for Facebook stories. I don't really to, upload on Facebook. Yeah. Well, you know, you can connect your Instagram straight to your Facebook. Yeah. So I actually lost my Instagram account a few years ago. Someone kept reporting it. I don't know why. Um, and then when I got my new account, it wouldn't link because it said that was already one linked. Oh. So for a year, it only connected maybe two months ago. Oh, nightmare. Why? So, why did you lose it? Oh, I don't know. You were copying someone else's work. I actually got, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I actually got um, pop sockets made with my branding on it. Right. Um, and I did a giveaway and they just kept reporting it. It was like reported for copyright. And I'm like, that's my logo on my product. That's so weird. So weird. And it just disappeared right mm. before Christmas too. Oh, God. It was like the 21st or something. I was like, oh, my God. And then we had a trip planned. I was trying to get it back and I just kind of left it for the holiday. Um, and then I started again when I got home. Yeah. I've noticed a few people that have lost their Instagram and it's killing because, like, they rely on that for business, mm-hmm. you know. And some people upload their work and then they delete it from their phone because they're like, oh, it's just on there. And then it all gets taken away. Yeah. Yeah. So. I save all mine on hard drives yeah, just in case. Mm-hmm. Just in case, like, because with our industry, you can get represented. So I had I had a company wanting to represent me uh, from Sydney. And what happens is they get all the sponsors for you. So you don't have to physically look yourself. But... They own your podcast. Oh. And I was like, no. I said, at the moment, I'm sort of okay doing it on my own. And I've got two or three sponsors that are paying. And as the audience grows, so does the sponsorship. You know? mm. But like I was getting it, I spend a lot of time in this room. So it'd be nice to eventually get a proper studio, actually have a booking agent, a person that actually books everything, yeah. all the, the people that are coming on, gives me the research materials to research, you know. And have somebody doing all the tech stuff because right yeah. now I'm doing all of that and I'm still like, I'm still a kid drowning. So oh. <laughs> <what I do. laughs> but, you know, it's surprising. What Perth's been really good for, and I was saying this, is that even though it's small, but people say, Wayne, if only you were in Sydney or in California mm, or New York LA. or LA, mm. for you, LA would be the mega like, or Vegas with the big bushes. Yeah. Do you know when I was when I was thinking competition, right? Because I've seen a documentary series on on it was either Prime or Netflix with hair, mm-hmm. and they've got the wild like it, it. The hair became art, so they built it in a theme, 
And one girl said to me on Friday, she goes, is that what the eyelashes are? Like, because I noticed that some of the eyelashes can can go like to Crazy. the extreme. I said, well, I don't know what the competitions are. Um, I don't know if it is like that or is like professional of natural looking strip, you know, like you were saying. So, so you, in competition, you can't do crazy or yeah so you get judged on like the inner corners the outer corners the styling the attachment like how close they are to the eyelid um everything is it does culture have a play in it like in south korea um it's a big thing for guys to do makeup right Mm -hmm. it's a cultural thing like k-pop and all of that does that ever affect the the skill level you know i don't know I don't know. I it's just literally who judges it. Uh, they just got more points than us. So yeah, <laughs> that's really what it comes down to. Damn Vietnamese people! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did get the like we got the individual scores, and me and the trainer. I think I was like a point behind her, and she was fourth or something. Oh, okay. So every category had the junior. I think it was junior, master, master, and senior. I can't remember. Junior, not senior. Junior, expert. master, and expert. I think it's usually junior, master, and expert. And for the lash lift, it was all combined. Whereas if they did do the different categories, me and Jess would have placed. Right. So, yeah, it was so close. Now, for someone who gets nervous anyway, mm-hmm. do you get nervous during competition? Probably the first 10 minutes, like when they start counting and then you're like, oh, my God, like got to start and make sure everything's – usually you can put the pads on and everything and map out what you're doing and get everything ready. But then usually I'm still trying to <laughs> get my stuff when they're counting down. So at the beginning, yes, and then towards the end. So when they start counting down, like, say, 15 minutes, it's quite a lot of time, but it's not really. Mm. So then I start shaking to and do then the I can't finish thing. it. Yeah. What things have you tried to calm those nerves for you? <laughs> Nothing. Because, you know, when I said to Tony, I said, I'd love to have your fiancé or at the time, you know, come on. Oh, Wayne, she's not really a talk. She gets really nervous. I said, yeah, but it's different. It's not an interview. Like, this hasn't been bad, right? We've been talking. and um, So have you tried something to calm the nerves and try to use that in a way or, or whatever. I just can't help it. Like yesterday we did a dance run through and there was two dancers I, I know well and I still messed up. Do you get really angry at yourself? Mm-hmm. Because, yep. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, because I'm like, why? Like I know it and then I just get scared. I don't know, people watching and I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. you got to stop caring so much. No. Because I, I knew what I was doing and I went through it and practicing on the side or whatever and I was like, no, I know it. And then, I don't know, I just hesitate and I just don't, I just question my, uh, myself and I'm like, oh, no. And then, Have you? Oh, has that, that always wrong. been you as a kid? Yeah. Go on. I think I've always been Second like criticised a lot and judged for everything. So then I do it to myself. Oh, well, that doesn't help, right? That no. comes from school <laughs> or school, family, the whole lot, Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, you've just got to stop caring. Like for me, I had probably one of the worst years of 2020 because I lost someone that was very close to me. And there's certain things that happen with that is you just stop caring about, you stopped caring about the bullshit, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. You stop caring about what people say, what people think, um, because you've got a perspective of what you've been through. And do you know what? It was so freeing. Yeah. Honestly, it was so freeing in that, you know, you don't care. Like, to me, today was all about learning about eyelashes. Like, and that was what I was excited about because Mm -hmm. I'm going to learn something new that I don't know. 
And it's a big industry. I mean, from when I heard that an average woman spends $4,000 on mascara over the course of her lifetime, an average woman, that's mm. not a celebrity or, you know, a person that yeah. really looks after their looks. I'm thinking this is like, we all know it's like a billion dollar industry. And if eyelashes are there, so I want to know what, one, I had to look at why eyelashes? Yeah. Why are they considered attractive? And then I, I was researching, I got into this like biological, you know, aspects of, of what guys thought about eyelashes back in the day. And it all came back to one aspect was babies, you know. And mm. uh, guys thought that a woman that looks youthful has big eyes and eyelashes make eyes look bigger. So, and that goes for guys, I think, too. Now. Yeah, guys have long lashes all the time. Do they? Tony's got super long eyelashes. Jealous? Yeah. Do you have <laughs> naturally long eyelashes or...? Um, they're not bad. They're kind of similar to these. Oh, that's not bad. But, yeah. Is it hard doing it to yourself? Yeah, Applying... so you, yeah, so you shouldn't really because the glue is really strong and then, yeah, just the fumes are really strong. Oh, Natasha, what's the worst mistake you've made on somebody? <laughs> you don't have to say the name. But what is, you know, when you're doing something, you're like, oh, I fucked up there. I don't know what, how I'm going to get out of this. Oh, no, I think... Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm my friend. Um when I got, so for lash lifting, we used to have the, well, they still do them, but you got the glue in the tube. So you just, you know, paint it on the thing sure. or whatever. And then there's a squeeze tube and I'm like, how do I use this? So I just squeezed it onto, <laughs> onto her eye. It was my friend Sophie. Sorry. Um, and she's like, is that glue? I was like, oh my gosh, it was just sleeping down. I'm like, how do I use this? So now, like, I just get, um, you know, the lip. Yeah, brushes and stuff. So I just squeeze it on that, and then obviously put it onto the rod, and then lift it. So what, ha what I happened? Like, I <laughs> Did it go over all her all her lashes? Um. So the oh, I can't remember now. I think I was trying to squeeze it onto the rod, and it just was oh. kind of seeping down. And she's like, "Is that glue?" Like it wasn't fully in her eye, but it was just starting. And I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I was just trying to get it away because I just I was like, "How do I use this thing?" How did you get it off? Oh, I just got, I can't remember what I got at well, the lucky time. Well, lucky it was just your friend Sophie, right? <laughs> lucky it was your friend Sophie. Imagine it was this high-flying client that comes on. God, that's the only thing I can think of, though. Oh, there's just, sometimes you can get them stuck together, like if the pad moves down. Right. So you don't cover the base of the bottom lashes. So obviously, if you're gluing it down and pushing it, you can actually push it through. Right. But when they open, like, you just have to open a little bit and get the tweezers. And, right. Yeah. When you were in Vegas, what's the difference with beauty standards compared to Australia? I just think in a lot of lash groups, I see people from Vegas wanting like big because there's a lot of dancers, strippers, like yeah. showgirls. Mm. So they want the big lashes. Or so, do you think that's just American? Yeah, mainly Vegas that I've seen right. just because of the showgirls and stuff. But America, yeah, they do a lot crazier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you expect that though, especially in Vegas, you know, in that mm -hmm. way. So if somebody wanted to contact you, where do they go? I'll put it on the show notes and then put it on the um, screen. Usually just through, I've got a Facebook page, you know, the like page um, and my Instagram. And then which, sometimes. Which um, so Tasha's Lashes, two underscores, BHM. Tasha's Lashes. Um, and then usually just referrals, like they'll text me or something. Because I had my number, I think I've still got it. I don't know. My number was on Instagram and I was getting a lot of like spam stuff and like yeah. emails from suppliers and it was just like constant, but they still find a way to Can they message you on me. Instagram and Facebook? Mm -hmm. And then you'll find from there? Yeah. You see? That it all comes up like a text, so. Okay. See, see, that wasn't so hard, was it? <laughs> no, I really like to thank you for coming on. No, I did learn <laughs> heaps you. today. I did learn heaps. And I'm because I'm going to see this. 
probably for while I'm editing anyway. So um, I'm pretty sure you, I'm going to see send my wife your way and oh, just you. have her trying it out. I think she's done it once um, for a ball she went to. So Lashes? Yeah, 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 for her work. So, um, But I've learned a lot. So I'm hoping you had a good time. Yeah, Wasn't thank hard? you. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.